Brandon Hyde in this organization, they preach patience. We preach patience. You all were patient. You tuned in night after night, hoping for a moment like this. The 1-1 to Story is grounded at third. Ramona Rios from third. The Orioles have done it. Go crazy, Baltimore. You are the new champions of the American League East. Here we go. Everybody grab something. Watch your eyes. Nobody gave us a chance to start this year. Nobody. That's 100 wins right there. That's 100 wins on the first step. We just won the AL East. They just won the AL East. Go crazy, Baltimore. It is our time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode, a celebration episode of Breaking Through Glass Ceilings with Brian H. Waters. I am so excited. When the season began, right? When the season began, and we was in April, and the Orioles finished with a winning record, I said, okay, this team is special. I remember last year, they went on this 10-game win streak, or maybe it was longer than that. And there was this like, you know what? Maybe, just maybe, maybe they can get to the playoffs, right? We'll see. And they decided to ship Jorge Lopez out, who was the all-star closer at the time. Um, And they said, not now. It was disappointing. A lot of us was disappointed. But I said, all right. I kind of understood. I had already been through the rebuild, which I hated it. it was it uh, 2017, 2018? I hated it. Hated every bit of it. I'm like, we're getting rid of Manny Machado. We didn't re-sign him. Uh, we were pretty much just waiting for Adam Jones to finish out his time. We saw him literally kind of pass the torch to Cedric Mullins. Um, and Trey Mancini was our best player. Shout out to him. I really wish he was on his team. Even though I know it wouldn't be no room for him, I guess. But we went through all of that, right? And it was brutal. You know, I got to give a shout out. Shout out to my good friend, Patrick Smith. He's been on here because the day that it was kind of official, it was like, we're getting rid of Manny. I, I went in his office and I said, Patrick, I'm done. I can't, I don't want to root for this team no more. He's like, no, nah, man, this is your team. You stick through it. And I said, but why? We were so close. Why couldn't we just build the pieces around? You know, you, you looked at what we had in twenty the era of 2012 to 2016. Three um, out of five playoff appearances. And you just felt that team was just right there. Right there. But the old regime, they failed to do some things. They got us there better than what the regime before them did. But that was it. And I said, all right, I'm going to stick through it. And then I'm watching this team a few years ago, and I was like, just doesn't feel like my birds. You know, I didn't have no connection. To be honest with you, I didn't watch every single game. You know, I was always going to rock the colors, you know, summertime. Um, you know, I will root, you know, be rooting for the Orioles. But I wasn't always going to sit up here and lie to you and say, oh, yeah, I was watching every game. But, you know, they winning, tune in. All right, home run here, home run there, see who's an all-star team, kind of keep up to date, you know. But you knew they was coming. You knew that with um, Brandon Hyde, the manager, and Michael Elias, the GM, that they were working on something. And it was one of those things you really just had to be patient. And like I said, last year, kind of having that pump fake, but it felt good because you knew they was winning. They was going out there playing hard. And to see the visual, as I put up the YouTube thumbnail, to see the visual 
American League East champions in a division that includes the Red Sox and the Yankees. Uh, everybody says, oh, that's the toughest division to win. You can never win that division. Oh, by the way, the Rays, who've been cooking since 2008, they might have a little bump here and there, but they always like in the mix. They've been to the World Series twice. So it's like, all right, now we got to deal with them, right? The Blue Jays, I mean, we all remember 2016, <laughs> you know? Um, so, but nobody wanted to give us credit. And the Orioles, they play ball all year. Not once, not one single series did they get swept. How sweet is that? Not once. And that those not once all this series, these this year, but then also you go back to last year. In the middle of last year, they haven't been swept. And it's gonna be interesting. Um, I'm really, really, really excited because you know, baseball is my favorite sport. I told y'all this. Anybody who knows me knows baseball is my favorite sport. And this, uh, you know, there's just the log on MLB.com right now. You'll see O's clinch AL East crown first time since 2014. And win 100. 100 wins. I never thought I'd see the day where the Orioles would get 100 wins. I didn't. Uh, you know, I sit back, I'm like, all right, you know, 94, 93, 90 wins, I'm happy. P- teams get in the playoffs all the time with, you know, high 80s, 85, 88, 89, you know, 90. But 100 wins? And, and I think when I started looking, I was like, I kept seeing things like on pace, right? And about the end of August, I said, wait a minute, they might get win 100 ball games this year. And sure enough, and I'm a little disappointed. I, was, I wanted to be in the yard. I said in 2014, I said, next time I want to be in the yard, but I couldn't make it. Um, but I want to take you back to 2014 because that was a special night. And I remember that night I was working at ESPN at the time and I was working on the Mike and Mike in the morning show. Yeah, I remember that. Shout out to my guy, Seth Horowitz. And I was working with my boy, Nate Schiller at the time. And, um, I so my sleep schedule at that time would be 8 p.m. to about 2:30 a.m. because I had to be to work at 3:30, right? But on this night, and it was about this time, it was a, a Tuesday night around this time when they clinched. But on this night, I didn't go to sleep. I couldn't fall asleep. I kept trying. I said, All right, "I'm gonna go to sleep. I'll wake up. They'll be done clinch," and I just couldn't fall asleep. I couldn't, and you know. I turned on MLB Network because I was in Connecticut, so I ain't had a, the um the MLB Network. It didn't make sense for me to have it because I when I would work when I was earlier in the uh, season, I could have access to all the games. I wonder when I can go to work. But here's let's take a listen. Ground ball, first base. Pierce got it. He will run over. He will kick me out himself, and I'll be darned. The Orioles have done it. They have done it. It took 17 years, but on this Tuesday night, September 16, 2014, the Orioles are back in the Eastern Division wing column. They are the champions, and they do it with their 91st win, champagne for everybody. So that was an amazing time, you know. Uh, you. Uh, 
it was a team that, like I said, they looked like they was going to be the favorites. They were the number two seed going in that year. The Angels were the number one seed. Ironically, probably the only time they were really super competitive when they had Mike, well, under this Mike Trout contract. Uh, Albert Pujols was with that Angels team at the time as well. Unfortunately for them, they got swept uh, by the Kansas City Royals in the first round, just like we did in the American League Championship Series. But that team had some injuries. You think about Matt Wieters, who had ex- high expectations when he came up, kind of like Ali Rutschman. When Matt Wieters came up, I remember listening and uh, the excitement on the radio when he was drafted to the team. And then, you know, everybody was waiting for him to come up. And, you know, I started wondering, I was like, because you heard Mauer Power, I think he was like Joe Mauer, but better power and all this stuff. Uh, and I, I think the expectations was placed too high. Because then after a while, people say, he's, he's not all that. X, Y, Z doesn't call the greatest game. But he was solid. That was a solid team. Unfortunately, he was hurt. Manny Machado was hurt that year. And this is when I said when he got hurt, that's when they really should have signed the contract. But something special tonight. We talk about Manny Machado. Manny Machado was sent to Los Angeles in a trade for a number of prospects. One of those prospects. Dean Kramer. Dean Kramer came over. Um, and let me look it up. Manny Machado trade. Who did the Orioles get? So they got Yoncel Diaz, third baseman, Ryan, Rylan Bannon, and uh, two other prospects. But Dean Kramer, tonight, Dean Kramer was the winning pitcher at 13 and 5. Amazing. 13 wins this year for Dean Kramer. And you talk about long-term, as we say in the wrestling world, long-term booking, <laughs> you know, uh, long-term booking. To see, Dean Kramer was acquired by the Orioles in the Manny Machado trade, only to be the one to be the winning pitcher on a night that they were clinched the first division title since 2014. Now, the last time it took 17 years, right? This time, only nine. Now, it was a long nine years, but only nine. And, and so, and Dean Kramer, this year, 13 wins, five losses, uh, 412 ERA. And, and, but, you know, tonight was, he was, he was good. He was on point. You know, if you go back and watch that game, he was he was on point. He was just it's like he felt it. He was cooking. You know, he was drafted in the fourteenth round by the Dodgers. And, you know, thank you. The the sad I mean, well, the Dodgers have won a World Series since. Uh unfortunately for them, it just didn't work out. Manny was the rental that year. He wouldn't stay with them. He actually went to the Padres, which we you know there's a talk like what's going on with the Padres because well, like they they did a side by side with the Orioles and the Padres, and I think some of the numbers are similar, except the most important one, and that is wins. But for the Orioles, you know, it's just been a journey, and then something special happened tonight, and we'll talk about that after this quick word from Blue. Cause you see the shirt right here. You can get yourself one. So 
We'll be right back after this message. What up? It's your boy Blue Magic, owner of Full Your Wear and one half of the Mixed Tag Show. Now, I know you've seen the announcement for some of your favorite podcasts in the wrestling. I've decided to expand my business to become a vendor so that people from the wrestling community have a better way to communicate with some of their favorites. So check out FourYourWear.com and see if your favorite podcast on wrestling has partnered up with me. If not, let them know that they should. Also, if you're looking for a vendor for your merchandise, reach out to me at Blue Magic Grind Spellhouse Sound on Twitter and Instagram or at For Your Wear, F O R U R W E A R, on Twitter and on Instagram. Shout out to Brian H. Waters and Breaking Through Glass Ceiling. Their merchandise are already up and they're one of the first ones that supported. So go support them. All right? Peace. And I'll be back. So, we talk about, you know, something special happening. The Orioles during the game announced to the crowd that they will be staying here in Baltimore as they have agreed to a 30 year lease with Camden Yards. Man, incredible. Incredible. I'm so excited. I was so excited to hear that. I had no deal. I had no doubt that the deal would be done, to be honest with you. But it's still one of those things like, man, but what if, what if, you know, and you heard like the thing about the owner, right? It's been so many things happening with him and the team trying to get this deal done. They said the expectations was way too high and he wanted stuff that just didn't make any sense. And it's like, that's the most beautiful ballpark. Hey, Major League Baseball, y'all can bring the All-Star game back to Baltimore. It's been to D.C. It's been these other cities. We know Camden Yards is the standard. Bring it back. It was here when Camden Yards was one years old. Bring it back. So we get that. And we get the fact that the Orioles are going to be staying. And it was just a, a great way to see that crowd. And for me personally, to find out while watching the game was priceless. I didn't want to find this out through a notification on my phone, through X or Twitter or Instagram or threads or no offense to Baltimore Sun or Fox Sports or ESPN or MLB. It was great finding out while watching the game. And, and I was just sitting here and they said, if you're watching, they said, if you see the crowd going crazy, it's because they just announced a 30-year lease. And, it, man, I, I just can't tell you, like, how excited I am. And to see all of this happening, to see all of this, to know that the Baltimore Orioles are staying, now we got one more thing to do. Let's bring a World Series to Camden Yards. You know, I wanted, I wanted, I was definitely going to touch on this. This week, the Orioles lost a legend. Mr. Oriole himself, Brooks Robinson, passed away. And, you know, everybody always talks about the way he is that, you know, playing the game the right way. You know, he died at 86. And he said, like, get everybody. He was always, you know, approachable. I listened to the Adam Jones podcast. And one of the things Adam talked about was 
he would go to him and you know and listen. He said he just listened to him. He said, "Hey man, tell me, tell me, what am I doing? What do you see out there?" And it made you want to do things the Orient way, working hard, playing hard. And um, I believe it was Gunnar Henderson or Ali Rutschman said that they had a chance to talk to him, and everybody said he loved these Orioles. And I saw somebody in the stands there win it for five. And it just made me think, like, when the Lakers won in 2000, Kobe and Shaq won their first title um, the season. Wilt Chamberlain died when, uh, man, when, when the Lakers in 2020 won the championship after Kobe died. And, I mean, how sweet would it be if these Orioles could do the same thing? Now, like I said, I, I just want to celebrate tonight. Well, um, you know, I'll probably bring you some coverage when they, you know, go back to the, you know, from as far as the the baseball side of things and who they could face. I, I am going to pull up the MLB postseason because when I looked at it, I ain't going to lie, it looked sweet. It looked real sweet. Just the way it stands right now. And that's because if the season was to end today, and we would get ready to start the postseason, I would see something so sweet, so beautiful. That is the Orioles at the number one seed. And, you know, their number the number two seed would be the Texas Rangers. The, um, the third seed would be the Minnesota Twins. And the sixth seed, who they would play. So the Orioles, let's go slow down. Orioles and Rangers would get a first round bye with the new expansion, the new wild cards. When I grew up, right, it was four teams in there. You had the East, West, Central, and then you had one wild card team. And the Orioles became beneficial beneficiaries of the 2012 expanded wild card where there was like two teams played. And part is due to because of the with the ruckus they called in two, caused in 2011 when they ended the Boston Red Sox season here, which I believe today, I could be wrong, but I believe today may be the anniversary of that when uh, Robert Andino um, did what he did. And that would lead to the raise. If you remember that night, it was the raise, the Red Sox, and it may have been the Yankees or somebody. No, it wasn't the Yankees, but somebody, it was like three teams or whatever. And, um, or maybe it was just the Rays and the Red Sox was going back and forth. Uh, what, but what, the Red Sox win, they get in the playoffs. They didn't because the Orioles kicked them out. Later on, the next year, the Orioles would find their way, but they had to play the Texas Rangers in that wild card round. I remember I didn't see none of the game. I probably saw like part of it on my phone, but the Orioles would go ahead and win. And unfortunately, fall to the Yankees in five games in the first round. But, you know, right now, what we're looking at is Orioles, one seed, Texas Rangers, two seed, the three seed, the Twins, and they would play the Houston Astros, who are in the sixth seed. The four and five seeds who would play the Orioles is the Rays or the Blue Jays, which is, okay, it's division opponents. Now, the Orioles, they started the series off with the Rays struggling, but they will pick it up when the last two. We know the Rays 
aren't your typical four seed? They're, you know, they're the second best team. It was going to come down to the Orioles and the Rays as far as who was going to get that one seed overall, who was going to get the division. And it was the Orioles who did it. They had the better season, winning some close games. Um, and then on the National League side, which is very interesting, you have the Braves who are by a numerical record with over 103 wins, the best team. They will be the number one seed. The Dodgers will be the number two seed. But the four seed and the five seed right now, as it stands, the Phillies and the Diamondbacks, they would play the Braves. And then the three or six is the Marlins and the Brewers. They would play the Dodgers. Uh, I know Mark Viviano tweeted that the... um. How cool would it be for an 83 series reunion? Um, you're talking about 30, 40 years later, and we could get that reunion. How cool would that be? But, you know, right now, Seattle isn't out of it. They are a game and a half. They did lose. They're playing Texas right now, as I record, 1048. They're playing. They're not out of it just yet. But Texas, um, went, if, with a win, they uh, will clinch a playoff spot. But we, we did Houston and Seattle, that's where it gets very interesting. I think, though, I, th- I think Houston wins this. Seattle at one point was the hottest team, and the Orioles had to go in there. I don't think, I believe they lost that series, uh, but they had to travel. And you look at this team, a week ago, a week ago, we couldn't wait for Monday to get here. They were on it, what, 17 consecutive games? It was like, we just need a break. The, or, or, or maybe it wasn't 17 consecutive games, but it was um, so many straight days and, and the bullpen was overworked. They get a break and then they come out. Well, first of all, before the break, we needed the last two games in that. Um, was it the Blue Jays? Um, whoever it was. But the, the last two in that, that series. They needed, uh, oh, the, the Cardinal. No, I'm sorry. I'm so excited. But the last two games, Red Sox, I believe. Um, but the last two games, the starters went the distance. The Guardians, the starters went the distance. Gave the bullpen, bullpen a break. Then in the first two games of the series at home, that's when they got uh, the Nationals. The starters went the distance. Uh, or not too far, well, um, not too far in Grayson Rodriguez, him and Kramer were going to the sixth inning, but the bullpen wasn't as overworked as they had been. And now going in, they're going to have some time off. So that is what they need. You know, the Orioles were, were looking at the division series. Yeah, we're looking at the division series to start on October 7th. So, after they wrap the season up on Sunday, we're looking at October 7th, which will be next Saturday night. Next Saturday night. So, man, <laughs> this is, like I said, this is exciting. Uh, I've been waiting for this. I've uh, been waiting for so long. You know, I, I cracked open the Mountain Dew uh, in honor of my grandmother. I ate a York peppermint patty uh, last year. <laughs> the last time I bought the um, bottled Pepsis, right? I bought the bottled Pepsis. 
and this is like a four pack or something. I said, I'm gonna drink. I'm not drinking one. You know what it was? I think I drank one as we won every division series game, which they swept through the Tigers. Then they was going against the Royals. Both teams had swept their previous rounds. It was the showdown, and unfortunately, the Royals had the best of it. And um, so that's why uh, that's why I um went ahead and did that, but. I'm excited. I just realized I left that graphic up the whole time. For <laughs> sorry for those who are watching on YouTube, uh, you ain't get to see my face. But <laughs> and I'm sitting here like, because I'm going through screens and I'm like, okay, we can do this, we're doing that. But uh, yeah, so um, but yeah, I had my York peppermint patty, um, had my Oreo slides that was a gift. I, I had my Oreos jersey on top of my breaking through glass ceiling shirt, brought to you by Foyer Where you can get these, they're available, of course. I had the black and orange one on the day, baby. I always remember that wearing this. Uh, uh, you know, I, I saw this thing and I said, "Wow." Um, I forgot which Twitter account it was. I shouldn't know. Like I, I was retweeting a lot today at Brian H. Waters. You'll see. I, I was definitely hitting the retweet button as um Birdland showed out. Man. Birdland definitely showed out on the Twitter. Uh, Zach Bollinger, eighteen. He posted about. When uh, all the times uh, he put X's, did the Orioles win 100 games? First time they won 100 games since 1980. You know, and um, was it 80? Uh, yeah, first time since 1980. Uh, delay. He said, "Was well, this like the fourth time um they've reached 100 games and like for, oh, five, fifth, This is the sixth time, and five of those uh four to five or five or six they went on to reach the World Series. So, you, at one point early in the season, I was like, oh, this team is too young. They're not going, eh, you know, let's just, let's just be happy, you know, we can get to the playoffs. But man, when you get there and you see the way this team is playing, go win the damn thing. And, and, and I want to have happy tears when it gets down to it, you know. All right, so yeah, November 4th. November 4th could be game seven of the World Series. Now, it says yeah, League Champ one and League Champ two. If it's um I I I I, I that could be game seven. I hope it doesn't. Uh I would love for the Orioles to win it on Halloween. How sweet would that be? That would mean it would be a sweep. <laughs> <laughs> that would mean it would be a sweep, but I would love for them to win in this uh, four. You know, talk a little job winning five. Please don't win in six or seven. Uh, I got plans, man. I got I got obligations I'm already committed to. So please don't. But but look, we'll get there. You know, uh, <laughs> we'll get there. Look, it's like, I, but as it comes to World Series, I'll take it anywhere I can get it. You know, uh, this is the one I want. I, I've said this time and time again. Uh, uh, the Super Bowl is nice. I got, um, yeah, I got replica Super Bowl ring, right? Two of them. I got both Ravens replica Super Bowl rings, right? I have a Lakers replica championship ring. These are nice. These are real nice. But, I will trade in the memories, but, but you know, this one, 2020, I ain't get all the ones. I, I only get stuff that I've seen, right? I, I, eventually I'll get 
the 2000, 2000 through 2002 Lakers and then the, um, 2009 and 10. But, you know, I got this Kobe ring that, that commemorates all of Kobe's championships. But, uh, you know, I, I'll trade in the memories for one Orioles World Series championship. I've said that time and time again, like, even though 2012 was special, though, this was I was interning at the Baltimore Sun. I got to cover that team. You know, I covered that Orioles team a little bit. You know, I got to do some cool video edits. Uh, shout out to my mentor, Kevin Richardson. Shout out to my uh, guy, my supervisor, Steve Sullivan, and my mentor, Sam Davis. Without them, the opportunity wouldn't have happened. So, but I would, I really want, I plead black and orange. My mom, my business colors are black and orange. My show colors are black and orange. It's a reason for this, you know? Well, let me throw that on your screen. Break it through glass ceilings. It's in black and orange. These are my colors, man. This is my team. So, ladies and gentlemen, the Baltimore Orioles. Yes, the Baltimore Orioles are the American League East Division champs. Third time in my lifetime. Maybe third time is the charm. Uh, we're going to see what happens. Uh, you know, I, I'm supposed to be at the game. Actually, shout out to Dunkin' Donuts. I want tickets to the Friday game. So I plan to go. I hope I know it'd probably be drunk, hungover. But John Means is going. So I hope those boys play and show out. Now, I know it ain't really much to play for now. But, you know, keep the reps going. Give me a win. I was there earlier. My kids got to go. It was my daughter's first time at the Orioles game. So I was excited about that. <sighs> that was the last time Batista pitched. And uh, man, he was incredible. I, I got to see the presentation, and I was like, "Wow, this is this is on par with Ray Lewis." So I, I'm hoping he gets back in time because we 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 need him, you know. But the bullpen, shout out to the bullpen, shout out to everybody in that Orioles organization, ladies and gentlemen. That will do it for this episode of Breaking Through Glass Ceilings. The Baltimore Orioles are the champions of the East once again. This is the first of many, I believe. So long, everybody. Hello, everyone. You may have heard that Breaking Through Glass Ceilings has recently partnered with Symphony of Balloons. Symphony of Balloons offers luxury balloons for your event as well as a 360 booth. So if you're looking to save money, simply mention that you heard about this service on Breaking Through Glass Ceilings and you can save 10% on your order. Ladies and gentlemen, I am happy to announce that I am an affiliate of Rogue Energy Drink. That is the world's number one gaming energy drink. So if you're looking for a safe supplement to drink to give you a boost, whether you're working out or if you're a gamer and you're spending a lot of time, we all know it can get very intense and you may tend to sweat. You need to re-up on your energy or your podcaster because guess what? The same amount of energy that they're putting into video games, we're putting into podcasting. Simply go to rogueenergy.com and enter the coupon code BRIANH and save 10% off on your purchase. You can also click the link in the episode. might be easier for you, but save 10% off any purchase on the website.